What is going on? It is Tuesday night, and you know what that means. You are back with the brothers from the 818-91331. We in the house. What's up, Caleb? How you doing, man? Good. I like how you I like how you chopped it up right there. Brothers yeah. from the 818, man. It's good, man. It's good. How's everything with you? Man, I can't complain at all. I'm I'm I don't know if I should be envious, man. Your background looks a little different. You in the woods? Is that a cabin? Is that one of them Zoom fake artificial backgrounds? Move around real quick for me. Let me see if it if it blurs up, man. Is it? Nah, that's nah. real. That's legit. You ain't at home. Where you at, man? I'm out on the road, man. I'm out on the road. You know, um, we're supposed to be in Jamaica. I was supposed to be in Jamaica uh, probably like uh, day three or four in Jamaica. Uh, I'll let you know I haven't had any rum punch. I'm not in Jamaica. Um, before uh, COVID jumped off, um, um, we had plans to go to Jamaica with COVID in place, right? Um, we're in uh, Utah. We, um, we drove to uh, Vegas yesterday, um, pretty much kept it to ourselves. We did go down to a pool, went to an aquarium. Uh, didn't, didn't go out at all, didn't gamble at all. First time I'm in Vegas as an adult and not gambling. Um, and then we drove to uh, Zion National Park in Utah. I didn't even realize, man, I need, to, I need to check my geography. I need to get a little bit better than that. I thought I was gonna drive from Cali to Nevada into Utah, but we spent about, I don't know, about 40 miles in Arizona, which was really cool too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, the, this is the real deal, man. Um, I wanna be here for a couple of days and then head back reverse my reverse my route i'm gonna go back to vegas and maybe i'll i'll touch some tables um and then get back to cali um something interesting in vegas um i thought that i thought they were doing pretty good for vegas i thought they were doing pretty good in regards to restrictions they had uh security guards uh in, enforcing masks um at least in the elevators right as people were entering and exiting the elevators security guards i saw someone get hemmed up and just uh, not hemmed up but get uh, instructed to uh, put on their masks. I also um, saw like how the uh, how the the tables have like plexiglass in front of the dealers. And I thought that was really cool too, man. So, um, you know, there's the, my same issue, you know, but it's, it's Cali, Nevada, Vegas. Um, um, even even here in Utah, I see people wearing their masks uh, below their nose. I see people wearing their masks under their chin, um, and that's a little that's a little alarming still. But you know, um, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad we made it here safe, man. What's going on with you, man? Um, I, before I get to that, I'm a little jealous, man. Didn't you just come off vacation like two weeks ago? Oh and, man! And now you in Utah, man? Do you have a job? Did you get laid off and you didn't tell a brother? You retired. I still, got my, job. I still got my job, and I still have all my hours of vacation on on the books too. Okay. So, you know, right. I might I might dip a little bit uh, after this trip, but you know, I'm still employed. I'm still I'm still uh, pay my bills. How about okay. you? Man, still employed. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That I don't get vacation. You know that. That's uh, I mean, I rack up vacation hours, but being able to take vacation is a whole nother thing. But you know. All of us don't work for the county. That's all I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna leave it to that. Um, no, man, it's things you are good. So, you sound jealous right there, man. I am. I'm a, got a little hateration up in my soul. So I got a little haterade on me, but uh, you know, it's good to see you're able to get away with the fam, man. Get a little vacation up in you. 
Um, um, and it looks beautiful. I mean, all I can see is the wood, but I can just imagine, you know, uh, especially being in Utah, the national park, uh, y'all gonna have a good time, man. I'm feeling good about that. So appreciate the love. I always think it's nice to get away. Um, still feeling some birthday love, man. Um, man, my girl, she loves, she knows I love Star Wars. So, you know, when she has an opportunity to get me something Star Wars, she does. Um, she got me a bedazzled Darth Vader card, man. And as much as I appreciated the Darth Vader, I was like, but it's bedazzled. <laughs> That's what I was at right there. That's where I was at. Even the boys came down and they saw it. They were like, you got a bedazzled Darth Vader, Dad. I was like, I know. And they were like, all right. And just kept walking, right? And so um, she's going to hear this and she's going to be like, I, I ain't watched. You'll see the next time I get you anything, right? But yeah, she's going to be a bedazzled Darth Vader, man. So, um, so yeah, man, um, this is, um, hey, I mean, let me put it this way. Remember back in the day, and I don't think you did it, but I'm sure you was with somebody who did when, uh, you know, you was in high school or junior high or whatever, and you was dating somebody and she'd be like, you know, happy anniversary. And you'd be like, We've been dating for like three weeks. Be like, I know it's our three week anniversary, right? And you start celebrating little mini anniversaries that ain't really anniversaries, but you know, somebody wants to celebrate them anyway. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, you 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 hit it on the head. No, no uh, man, sometimes I have to remember that we don't cuss. But right. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I never done that. No, okay. I <laughs> well, I just want to say you happy anniversary, man, because uh, this is episode number 20. Um, exactly. And, you know, next week I'll say 21. That's all good. But 20, man, uh, this is, uh, to me, this is kind of a milestone. And not because I didn't feel like we'd make it. Uh, I felt, I feel that, you know, our 500th episode is out there. And I felt that from day one. Um, but, you know, we've hit 20. So 20 episodes in 20 weeks, man. Um, I know we skipped, not last week, but the week before. But there was one earlier one where we doubled up. So, uh, right. so. Yeah. Um, so we're at 20 episodes, man, and, and on the, you know, little anniversary, fake anniversary or not, I think that's worthy of celebrating because, you know, they say you do anything 21 times, that makes a habit. And I'm like, I don't know if I buy into that at all. But what I will say is uh, we've been committed to this for, uh, for uh, 20 weeks, and uh, that's something. I was going to say that, man, you know I'm in Utah, man. Utah is kind of like a dry state of, of all the states. Um, and I don't have anything to drink, man, but it's definitely worth celebrating. So, uh, yeah, um, thank you for thank you for uh, taking the time to acknowledge just the, 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 the growth that we've had uh, over the last 20 weeks, man. It's, it's a big deal. It's for yeah. real. Yeah, it is. It is. So I want to talk about that. A um, couple of check in points I, I got to bring up. You know, I think we're in the middle. I'm not sure if it's over of the uh, Republican National Convention. Last week was the Democratic National Convention. Um, both uh, Biden and Kamala accepted the nominations uh, this week. Both Pence and um, our current president accepted their nominations. Um, you know, I don't have a whole lot to say about them. Uh, I think uh, Obama gave a very powerful speech. You know, he came out and said his thing. Uh, Michelle came out and did her part. Um, it was nice to see them. But what I'm really looking forward to is uh, Kamala versus Pence. Yeah. Eight, man, that's just, you know, the vice presidential debate. I'm looking forward to, honestly, more than the presidential debate. 
I just kind of want to see Kamala rip him up one side and down the other because that's her thing. You know, she can she can grill you like no other. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, here I am thinking. Um, you know, I I I recorded all of the uh, DNC. I caught only the highlights of it though. Um, I recorded it with with being very uh, with the intentions of watching all of it. I just haven't gotten to it. I've been kind of busy. Um, and um, I was looking forward to watching the RNC. But as you know, I've been on the road. Um, and, you know, mm, um, not that important. I'm not, recording, I'm not recording the RNC. But something that I did uh, catch uh, as I came into, um, up into the room is that they were talking about the production of the RNC being um, um, like a high quality. And when I heard that, I immediately assumed that the quality was better than the DNC. Now they had an extra week to prepare and they had, a, had, they had some time to say, oh, that worked, that didn't work. And uh, let's do this instead of that. And so um, I think some of that is, is taking place, but you can't get around um, the, the shucking and jiving and the lies and the, and the half truths, right? Um, and that's something else that I heard um, was, at, you know, from some of the critics of the RNC, you know, they're, they're putting on a, a facade as if they're doing more than, they're doing more than they have in the four years, right? They're giving themselves more credit for, um, more, more credit for uh, some of the, initiatives and the plans that uh, the president has put in place. And um, when, we, when we get a little bit closer to uh, the election, I wanna talk about that. I wanna talk about, um, um, do some fact checking, right? And, um, and hold everybody accountable, not just uh, President Trump, but you know, the, the, the Democrats as well, because I have some issues with them as well. Right. Well, I think politics and lying go hand in hand, unfortunately. So, you know, you got to decipher through the weeds to get through to get to anything good that exists. Um, so we're definitely going to dig into that as we get closer. Um, I think we still have a guest in mind of somebody that's going to help us navigate those waters on a real high level. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I think the production value that they talk about, it's always about who can one up who. Um, the thing is, you know, it's really it's it's for the individual because you know people don't look forward to the rnc the dnc for production value you know who's going to put on a better show it's really about how much money do we want to spend to you know announce our people right? right and they do it and and you move forward you know nothing's really coming out in the rnc and the dnc that won't come out again later through a debate or through news or through interviews or what have you and then that's our time i think it's just good it was good to see um, like I said, um, Kamala and, and, and uh, Biden um, accept the nominations. It was good to see past presidents and first ladies get up there and say their minds and speak. Um, it's always nice to see them come on, come together and do their thing. Um, if um, I, I think I typically vote Democrat, um, but you know what I what I like to say is I'm I'm following whoever it is is going to you know meet my needs the best for the next four years. Yeah. is typically how I look at uh, voting um, because I'm more interested in where the country's going than, you know, what political party I got to stand behind. So right. that's my three cents. 
So um, a couple, you know, just newsworthy things. Did you hear about the woman in Michigan that they found breathing in a funeral home? I know this sounds like a joke, right, that I got a punchline to. But a uh, woman in Michigan in a funeral home, uh, the employees of the funeral home found her breathing. Uh, she was brought there by the paramedics, dropped off as a corpse. But they found her breathing. Did you hear about that? No. And by the way, why are paramedics taking, dropping uh, bodies off at funeral homes without taking them to the hospital first. The paramedics should de declare someone dead. Yeah. And yeah. Have to, they don't have to go to a hospital or anything like that? Apparently not. Not in Michigan. Uh, <laughs> mafia. The mafia need to invest in some uh, in some uh, paramedics uh, uh, businesses and just start, you know, taking people out and just drop them off at the funeral home. And you oh. don't even have to run, run anything by uh, a medical staff. Yeah, that one would, to me was, I'm still kind of like, is this fake news? Is this real news? I mean, it's been all over, but, you know, apparently she had cardiac arrest, 20-year-old woman. They tried to revive her. They had no signs of life. Paramedics left. Uh, the police called the paramedics back, like, hey, she's breathing and moving. And they're like, no, that's just a sign of the, the drugs we gave her to try to revive her, you know, uh, you know stimulating her body. And so they dropped off at the funeral home and the funeral home was like, uh, no, she's breathing. Right. You have to come get her. And they came and got her and took her to the hospital. Right. You're like, no, right now she's cussing and saying, <laughs> what the hell am I doing at this funeral home? Who got me here? And you trying to tell me that, that that's just your medication? No, right. she, she, just, she just cussed me out and, <laughs> and talked about my mama. Right? Right. What she was really trying to say is I'm not dead, but she put a whole lot of expletives in the middle of that. So I found that to be completely humorous. Um, something not so funny, um, Jacob Blake, heard about him? No. Uh, my brother got shot in the back seven times by the police, unarmed. He was trying to get in his car. Was this in Los Angeles? No, no, no. Um, I'm trying to figure out where he was from. I'm going to have to look that one up and get back to you on that. I probably should have been prepared with that one a little no, bit. Better. No, I, um, because I heard, you know, I'm, you know, we're driving and uh, I'm driving. I did the most of the driving today and uh, I'm hearing conversations in the, in the vehicle about uh, something, some rioting going on in Los Angeles. And uh, you know, I just, I just haven't, um, I, I'm not up, I'm not up on that news just yet. Right. This was Wisconsin. Oh, wow. So, um, he's alive, uh, paralyzed from the neck down. Um, and so there's a big uproar about that and, and what's going to happen and so forth. So, you know, I hate to say it, but you know, same old thing still going on and, you know, I wasn't there, so I don't have enough news to know what happened that caused an unarmed man to be shot seven times in the black in the back. I don't know what else I need to hear on that, but you know, um, yeah, that's going on as well. So but I assume that Jacob Blake is black, a black man. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, that, that may have been a, a Freudian slip, man. You said that an unarmed man was shot, shot. Black, seven times. You heard that? I thought I was going to slip that one in unknown, but you caught it. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that's kind of my check-in, man. I just wanted to, you know, I know you've been on the road, so I wanted to make sure I at least brought up, you know, what's happening in America right now. Uh, what's the weather out there? Because you rolled through Vegas. So is it sweltering there like it is here? Yeah. Uh, uh, California, hot. 
Yeah. Nevada, hot. Arizona, hot. Utah, hot. Right. Oh, triple digits everywhere I go. Um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I got in the car yesterday. It said 91 degrees. I was like, whoo, this is all right. I felt pretty good about it. <laughs> Versus the 104 of the day before and something like that. I am not looking forward to getting the electricity bill this month because of uh, all, the, all the time the air conditioning has been running. So anyway, man, let's, let's jump into this. So I'd already told you happy anniversary. We've done 20 episodes, man. So anniversary or not, congratulations. Um, you are uh, my man, 50 grand. We did this 20 episodes. And, and honestly, I think they keep getting better and better. I think the the uh, the chemistry, the fluidity, the uh, the guests, and how we chop it up with them. Um, I think we've kind of found our groove, and and one of those passions that we've just held on to for a long time that you know now other people get to see. So I'm really proud about that. But of those twenty, um, uh, I sent you a list just in case you wouldn't, you know, so you don't have to dig too much. I know you're 49, man, so your brain might not fire as fast as as it should. Um, but some of your favorite episodes, man. You, you got any to stand out? Oh, man. Um, thank you for the list, man. You know, I am getting old. Um, so often, I feel like I'm sitting here listening to you, and you're interviewing me week in and week out, right? And I just, I just provide some, some color commentary, right? But, um, you know, um, I have, in, in the past 20 weeks, there are uh, 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 a lot of episodes that just, just that that stand out. Do I do I have to do I have to list them in like my my favorite order? Um, because I even I even came up with some honorable mentions, man, for okay. sure. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say order. You know, at least I won't share mine in order. I, you know, I don't want to have to justify to anybody why, especially we had a guest why theirs is better than somebody else's. But I will mention the five or so that I think are are just stand out for me. So okay. But go, you, well, you go, I go. We we'll just go back and forth. Um, the um, all right. So so I'll 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 give one and then you give one, right? Right. Um, this is interesting because you know, just like usual, we just don't we don't really do a lot of rehearsing, right? There's not a lot of conversation before we get on, and so my first one that comes to mind is is the uh, sports betting and Bitcoin conversation with. Uh, with uh, Bert, man, um, I feel like um, he really educated us on um, on what uh, Bitcoin was about, what uh, sports sports betting looks like, and um, um, that one is the first one that comes to mind. How about you? Um, I definitely like that one. It's not on my list, um, but you know, you and I, I wouldn't call us avid sports betters, um, but we do well in Vegas. Right. Um, and so I don't know if we're just safe or I think a few times we've even come up on some risky uh, propositions. Um, nothing that's going to allow anybody to, to quit or take a real extended vacation, but at least allow us to leave to come back home with more than we went with. So, yeah, that one gets definitely an honorable mention for me. The, the number one I want to mention is um, State of Hip Hop, uh, volume one and two. Um, that one to me, you know, I think I learned as much as I gave. Um, actually, I learned so much more than I gave in that one. And I found that um, because of the timing we did that one, um, 
I, I just think it really showed, you know, our evolution as a podcast. It showed our growth as, as artists. It showed our growth as individuals. And just, you know, we've said in a few weeks in a row, but the span of the group we had from 16 to, I think, mid-50s, uh, early to mid-50s was amazing. So uh, State of Hip Hop just really stands out for me. Yeah, um, State of Hip Hop does the same thing for me too. Like uh, State of Hip Hop is, is certainly in my top five. I group both uh, episode one and episode two, uh, um, or the, the, I don't know if we call them episode one or two, or, but the first week and the second week of the episode of Hip Hop, I mean, the State of Hip Hop, um, it, was, it was educational, man. And I, and I went into it thinking that I'm just gonna talk about some, some artists, you know, and we're just gonna kind of sit around and, and reflect and, and reminisce um, on, on the music and um, from, from, from Big Bad Rocky to, to uh, OG uh, uh, Rock, man, it was, it was a wealth of knowledge. And, and let, me, let me make sure I, I mention um, the other artists, um, including uh, Verb, uh, Josh was on there, Blackfist uh, gave a, such a powerful, um, uh, expressed himself so powerful um, and passionate um, I just, I just really appreciated all of their insights. And, um, I think we did, uh, if, if there's any credit for us really was the production piece, because it was the largest, the largest, um, podcast that we ever tried to put together. Right. But also the pre-production piece, which was pulling together, um, such a, uh, well diverse, um, a group of individuals. The next podcast that I'll mention, um, is uh this is my this is my third i guess this is my third because we already mentioned uh i i i, I chase you with the the state of hip-hop okay. would be them brown girls man them brown girls man really? you know they um i was amazed at um how personal um i got and and the, some of the things that i shared listen to the podcast um you know, the day after, you know, usually um, um, I don't, nothing really surprises me, but I heard my, I heard my voice crack a couple of times when I was talking about, um, you know, how, um, how some of my actions may have impacted um, others that I dated, right? And, um, and so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, sitting down with those ladies man and i can't wait to uh i can't wait to uh do it again um and and do their uh when they come back their 19th episode or whatever right right um i probably should follow you with that one just to get out of the doghouse for the bedazzled uh, darth vader boob but i'm not gonna do it so uh, <laughs> i'm gonna keep it real um the other one that i just have to really talk about was our first first episode man um mainly because we didn't know what we were doing. I think we just, you know, put a camera in front of us. And if you go back and look at it, you look at the lighting, it's all bad. Um, I think you still had your COVID fro. Um, and we were just, you know, two bros with cameras and, and a Zoom account and said, all right, let's start talking about something. And even after it was finished, I was like, now what do I do with this? I mean, okay, we, we finished it, but now what do I do? So. Um, 
I always like to go back to the beginning, man. It, it, it's humbling to see where you started. And it was a good episode. It was just our intro. And um, if you look at, you know, any episode we do now versus that one, you'll laugh because it's just we do things completely different. Now. And I think it, I, I think it's funny that I have to continue to tell you to keep your name, my name out of your mouth, man. How are you bringing up my COVID pro, man? People that watch this podcast, they forgot all about that COVID pro, man. But now here you are talking about it again. Yeah, I, uh, I, I almost forgot about my COVID pro. Um, that happened. <laughs> that, that the fact that we're on episode number 20 is really impressive and um that we could look back and say man uh, we didn't even have an intro we didn't have an outro we didn't have lighting we didn't have a plan at all and and here we are on episode 20 um that really speaks to that really gives speaks to us because we know that people start podcasts or have goals to 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 do this and um, they don't they don't reach episode uh, 10 let alone 20 and we and we know that we know right now that whether or not we have an audience or not we'll be sitting together on a Tuesday night uh, reaching episode uh, 100 so we already know that's going to happen um, one thing I want to add before you jump into that uh, reminder our first episode we didn't even have a title right we, we weren't the brothers from 818 we were right. David and right. so you know um, and I went back and looked. I think one of my original working titles was To Win Some or something like that. And yeah. that pops up at the beginning. I was like, what is that? Where, where's the Brothers from the 818? It didn't exist yet. So, again, we just started with a camera and, a, and some words to say. And here we are, 20 episodes later. You know, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but the, but the, uh, the high school photo that... Um, that is attached to our, our podcast. Man, I love that. I love that because it really shows um, the, the number of years that we've been uh, getting down. So I love that. Another episode, um, so far we got, we, so far we, we're only connected with the state of hip hop. Yeah. And so another episode is um, the one, uh, the war of, of the sexes, right? Mm -hmm. With Deb and Shay. Yeah. Um, when uh and and you know that just happened you know will will and jada came out right and um, <laughs> right the entanglement and it was it was perfect you know we couldn't we couldn't have pl really planned that any, any better right um both of those ladies uh blessed us um with their with their wisdom and their experiences and um you know um i remember i remember uh deb told me um what did she say? She said, um, um, "Was it really a uh, was it really cheating, right? Uh, if they if if they were separated, and then I, I I came back with my my air quotes. Okay, let's call it an entanglement, right? Yeah. Um, but it was that was another fun episode, and I think like the the contrast, like we have we have certain chemistry, and I think that uh, sometimes our guests really um, enhance." Uh, what we're trying to do for for our audience. Agreed, agreed. And you know, uh, just in case uh, uh, Shay watches this, uh, your playlist is lit. I'm still rocking that bad boy. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. You know, so that that playlist is nice, and it's just it's all over the place. And when she said that what was on her list, I just had to take a second look. It was like for real? You sure? You know? And um, so I've been rocking it. And I mean, it's not an everyday rotation for me, but every once in a while I'm sitting in, in the house and I'm cleaning up or something 
or going to the grocery store, especially. I throw it in the earbuds and, and be rocking out through the aisles. So, um, so good looking out on that playlist for real. Yeah. For real. All right. So um, another one I got to bring up is uh, episode seven, honoring George Floyd. Um, the reason that one stands out to me because you know it was, it was right after all that went down, and we had something to say. So it wasn't. We'd already recorded our Tuesday night episode and we did that. That was, that was a couple of days before, um, but it was like a Friday and it was like, what you doing tomorrow? Um, I think we should get together and talk about this. And so we, you know, purposely came in to talk about, you know, what's up with George Floyd and, and to give our views on it. I think as a socially conscious uh, group of individuals, um, that showed our responsibility to the community that we just really have something to say and we want to share it. Um, and then that's the one that really um, gave me a feather, gave us a feather in our cap, because what we try to do is stay, you know, right on the bleeding edge of current. So what we're talking about right now, you know, somebody's going to be listening to within the next few hours. Yeah. So we're not sitting on content for a week or waiting on the right time to deal with it. We're not even sitting on content for a day. And in that particular episode, even as we were speaking, things were changing. Right, so it was, and it was that much more important for us to get that content out. So that episode number seven, Iron George Floyd, uh, stands out for me as well. Hey man, I like that you. I'm glad that you mentioned that because you know I knew that I was going out of town, right? And we could have rushed and uh, put together a podcast and still try to release it on, uh, you know, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So everyone to to kind of fool everybody else, and I'm still sitting in my 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 home office, right? But um, that's not how we get down, man. That's not how we get down. We try to keep uh, we try to keep our be true to our audience, and um, uh, we try to give them a relevant uh, news and um, speak on what's going on in our community, in our country, in our world um, as as it as it hit our as it lands on our podcast, right? Yeah. And um, you know, we could um, we could pre-record something on real estate, right? That's not going to change that much. We could pre-record something on banking, right? And that's not going that's not going to change that much, right? But that's not how we get down. And I'm glad that you mentioned mentioned that. Um, all right, so we still we still only got one. We only still only got one. The state of hip hop is the is the only one that we landed on. So um, hopefully this one, uh, maybe maybe this one might might bring us another one okay um this one is the battle of the generations right mm. um and if, if you don't have the battle of generations you're probably gonna have to apologize to to your son and, the, and your goddaughter um because um the battle of generations man was just uh, our children just educating us and really speaking to us in a way that um i don't know if if, if well i had never heard their perspective um on why, I don't know, older generations or not even, it doesn't even need to be a, a, a generational thing, but why um, um, older um, um, adults in the workforce and society look at a younger generation or younger uh, adults uh, differently. And, um, you know, after that episode, I found myself talking to to um, my friends and my family members and trying to educate them on um, my appreciation from what I learned from Iman and Christopher. So, you know, that one is definitely 
also very high on my list. How about you? Last one. I'm at the S1. I'm at the double down on that, man, because uh, that episode, um, it really changed the way I think about that next generation. And not that I thought of them in a real negative light, but hearing Christopher say, you know, how can you expect us to act like adults when you continue to treat us like children was like an eye-opening moment for me because yeah. um, I think I show a lot of respect to the younger generation, but I do look at them like our kids, y'all going to act like kids and, and kind of, you know, leading the witness to do whatever they do instead of giving them the opportunity to really show up and show out. And so that was eye-opening for me. And um, and then, you know, I, I can laugh about it too because hearing him call me David just still rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> and I think if you go back and look at it, you can even see a little twitch in my eye or some reaction when he did that. But um, uh, But that was good. That was a real good episode. So I'm gonna double down with you on that one for real. Yeah, I um, I appreciated how Iman talked about like uh, establishing or defining success, right? And um, I I also learned a lot about you know her work and her career, you know, and what she's doing to further that and and push that along. And um, you know, we talk a lot, but we don't we don't talk as much as I would like, right? But I feel like she was like giving me a playbook. She was, she was introducing me to something that, um, um, a piece of her world that I wasn't, I, w I didn't know about. So I really appreciate that episode. So can I mention my honorable mentions or, or do you, okay. I don't even know if you have, I don't even know if you have an honorable mention. I got, uh, I got one or two, go ahead. Um, uh, so the honorable mention would be, um, um, uh, Jose and Josh talking about race, cultural identity, and um, um, and educating us on on what that looks like for uh, Chicanos, Latinos, um, Hispanics. Um, I'm missing I'm missing one, man. I'm missing one. Um, Chicanos, Latinos, uh, Hispanics. Oh yeah. Um, man, yeah. I'm, I'm now I'm gonna have to go. Go back, man. Or I just have to tell Josh to educate me on it. Um, and then the, the other honorable mention, uh, just so I stay out the doghouse, is really when we brought my wife on. Um, my wife, um, we, I thought it was real. I thought it was important for us to um, have a medical professional, especially when we were so close or like we're, we're introducing our podcast and COVID. COVID-19, the pandemic is, is hitting our country in a way that uh, is, is crippling us. And for her to be able to come on and just share her experience was really, was really special. Uh, she says, uh, or, or other people tell, say that, you know, um, you know, I'm, um, you know, a week doesn't pack, come, go by without me somehow referencing my wife. And so I'm going to reference her this week as well, because you know, I'm, uh, just the fact that I could do this, or you and I could do this, uh, with um, with with us having young children in the home, means that somebody's somebody's putting those children down, and it's not me because I'm on the I'm on the video with you. So, I'm gonna do that as well. No, I think that's honorable, and and you you do mention her every week um, on one on one way or another, always in an honoring way. So I got I got no issue with that at all. Um, uh, a couple for honorable mention. Um, the uh, protests, communication in the barbershop. I think that was episode eight. Um, our guest was uh, Junie. And yeah. 
Um, I really like that one because he's really deep into the community service and that aspect. And, and he challenged both of us on a, in a number of areas um, as far as, you know, uh, challenging the status quo. And so I really, um, I think back to that one with a, with a lot of favor and a lot of love. Um, and the other one that, that jumps up, well, the other two, um, Happy Father's Day was good um, because we had three ladies on for Father's Day and they yeah. honored, uh, one honored, uh, well, I'm sorry, no, two ladies and a man. Uh, one talked about being a father, the other honored her husband, the other honored her, her dad. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, and, you know, I, I did like them brown girls for a different reason. Um, I just thought it was cool that we could take a step back and let them, uh, let them run, right, and let them do their thing. And um, what I really want to do is uh, let them relaunch their podcast and let's do that show again on their, on their station because I want to see the how, how it changes. I think they came in and did their thing our way. Yeah. I would love to see them do their thing their way with us just to see the difference. You know, um, uh, on that Father's Day podcast, what was the lady's name? What was her name? Um, uh, Maritza. Yeah. She, she was, she was, she was the one that, that, that came in with her, with her, uh, her zip code. Right. And so, you know, I've said, you know, people watch this podcast and you're not from the, from the uh, 8180, you're not from the 91331, you know, uh, we kind of, we kind of hope that you would kind of come in that way. Um, but she's the only one that that's done it. And I've done it a couple of times. Right. Um, but you know, at some point I'm going to put it to bed if other people don't do it that way. Um, but I, I love, I loved her energy. Um, uh, and, and you're speaking to um, them Brown girls. I heard them say a couple of times that if this was our podcast, you know, it would be different. Right. Well, you know, if it was, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, how different it's going to be. Um, because I felt like, I felt like we were pushing the envelope on some of those questions. Right. Um, and I would like to know where, were, you know, where, where were they hoping to take it or where they didn't take it? Right. Um, and see what kind of response their their um their viewers will, and feedback their viewers might have. Well, um, just so you know, um, you know, like like we always say, we keep it raw and real. Um, we've had some guests that have asked us to let them see our questions beforehand, and we say no. Um, uh, I want to see those questions now, right? So I know they had a lot more than the twelve questions they asked, and so I put in a request. Hey, can I see the questions? Can I see the rest of them? <laughs> Because I want to know what you didn't ask. I know what you did ask, but I want to know the ones that you didn't ask, and let's see why, what those were. So yeah. uh, maybe, maybe they might hold on to them and be like, oh, we're going to do part two of the two of you on our podcast, and now y'all really going to be trapped. Um, and so, you know. I'm not afraid of it. You know, if, if they would have went left field, I would have just went left field with them and said, you know what? Um, I'm not answering that on this podcast. I still got my, you know, my my mom, my my sister, my auntie. They watching this podcast. I can't go there. Um, shame on y'all for shame on y'all for trying to take me there too. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, I think that was a good discussion, man. Just to talk about, you know, some of our uh, favorite episodes and and 
what those look like. And, and, uh, and I think even though we didn't share a lot of commonality with the ones that I'm pointing out and you pointed out, um, I think we could definitely appreciate why each other um, like the other ones. And in truth, I got something good to say about all of them, right? And nothing really bad to say about any. Um, there were no uh, podcasts. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could get a do-over on that. Well, no, there was one, the one where the video didn't record. Uh, <laughs> um, and we put up like a three-minute YouTube video and said, just go listen to it because there's no YouTube video for this one. Um, yeah, I would like a reshot at that one. But content-wise, you know, again, we're growing. And, and I'm loving to see the evolution of our, of our show and, and where it's going. Yeah. Every time, and again, not trying to be famous, but every time I like flip through Showtime and I see, what is it, Jesus and Mero or whatever those two are, I'm like, man, that could be us one day. And, and not that I'm shooting for that, but they're just two cats that got something to say that happen to be on a nationally broadcast show and they get everybody, I think. I saw a clip with Kelsey Grammer and I saw some clips with, you know, some other folks. I don't know why Kelsey stands out. It's just the, the he was like in a full beard and his face is in my head right now, but um, we'll see where it goes. I think the evolution of it is amazing. And I'm, and I'm, but more than anything, I'm just having a good time chopping it up with you. Hey man. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we've been really blessed, man. You know, a lot of our, a lot of, um, our guests have come on and um, really um, surpassed the expectation. You know, sometimes we don't even know what to expect. Um, and they come on and they bless us and they represent, uh, they represent uh, their commitment to us. They represent themselves very well. Um, and I just feel um, just um, like, part of you know a great deal of our success is, is tied to, to to them as well because you know um people listen to podcasts for the content people look, listen to podcasts for you know whether or not they, they feel like they're learning and walking away with something and um you know and people uh, have um you know dedicated an hour hour and a half of their time to um um to allow us to ask questions so that we can enlighten our audience and so I just feel blessed, man, and um, um, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, where we, where we take it in the next 80 episodes. So uh, let me ask you this question. Um, looking forward, um, what, type of, uh, what type of podcast uh, would you, or what topic would you like to discuss uh, in the next five to 15 um, podcasts? Um. I was just thinking about that top five, not top five, but next five episodes, for sure, I want to get that political episode going. Um, you know, we're in August right now. Um, the election is November. Um, and not because I want to sway anyone who happens to watch this. I just think they're, um, I think the world needs to see um, two black men uh, leading a discussion about current political uh, matters and so forth but not from, a, um, not from a racial perspective, but just seeing us being able to, uh, to lead that discussion and, uh, and the type of guests that we would bring on to help us uh, navigate those waters, I think is just gonna be an amazing trip. And, and I'm really looking forward to it, looking forward to for what I wanna share, for what I wanna hear, for the areas that, uh, that I want to learn and the areas that I wanna teach. I wanna, uh, I'm really looking forward to a strong political discussion 
as we get closer to the election. And I think that would have to happen in the next five episodes. Yeah, um, I, I'm with you too, man, uh, with, in regards to the, to the political, um, um, the election, pre-election conversations. Um, someone asked me uh, about a year ago about, you know, what will I do? What, what would I do differently in this election cycle? And I said, well, I'm going to be more vocal. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it. And this was even, be, this is well before the podcast. Um, I'm going to be more vocal. I'm going to express my, my opinion and try to encourage people that would otherwise not vote to vote, right? I would try to educate people on, on, um, on the, um, the political cycle and the election system, right? And um, talk about issues that, impact me personally, and then also um, impact our country, right? Um, and, and, I, and, I, and I think of those things as different because sometimes uh, in politics, you know, there's big ticket items and small ticket items, right? But, um, um, you know, some of the decisions of this administration, you know, um, I, think, I think they're both that, that it's rubbing, it has rubbed me in a way and affected me in a way that just really forces me to, to speak out on it. And we've been really um, uh, mindful of not really making any, any one podcast a political podcast because we knew that eventually we would, do, we would have that, that hour and that, 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 that dedicated time for that. Um, and so we've touched on it a little bit. But I'm really looking forward to really jumping in. Another podcast that I would love to see happen, I don't know if it could happen, is for us to get our brothers on a podcast. You know, I have a brother that's uh, in, six, in his 60s. Um, I think your brother is also in his 60s, right? And I would love to have a conversation with them. Um, kind of how we had them had a conversation with them brown girls and uh, with the uh, war of the sexes, right? And just kind of asked them some questions about, you know, how was it when they were growing up and what did they think, you know, 30 years ago? What did they? What did they? What were they looking forward to? What did they? What were their perceptions and 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 um, if they could imagine uh, today's world with the technology? Uh, the, you know, my my guess is. You know, my brother's still not using half of the technology that's out there, right? And and just have a conversation about about their experiences um, um, back in the day, their experiences today, and what they look forward to in the next uh, twenty to thirty years. You know, I'm going to segue a little bit because I have a I want to get back to future podcast episodes, but I was watching um, the Last Dance with um, uh, the story about the 97, 98 Bulls and it's a Netflix series. And um, they were interviewing Rodman. And you know, Rodman's not a spring chicken anymore, but listening to him talk and his posture and his look just made me miss my brother, man. I was like, I need to reach out to him because I, if I close my eyes, I swear it was my brother talking real raspy voice, talking slow. And, you know, speed up real quick and talk about it like this and they come back down and go slow again. And I was just like, man, it sounds like talking to my brother and maybe miss my brother. So, and I still haven't reached out to him. So, you know, how much was I missing him? So next week you get to check me and be like, Hey man, you talked to your brother this week and the answer better be yes. So I need, I need to do that. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be a powerful episode um, to do. 
um, and especially, you know, the technology aspect of it, right? Um, another quick segue, I was um, cleaning out a cabinet the other day and I found one of my flasks, right? So I got a flask that has my name on it, has my birthday in the year 2000. So this flask is 20 years old and I shared a story uh, with my girl about being in Pennsylvania, hanging out with this cat and he was a little older, you know, I said, well, I was 30 then and he was 50. <laughs> right? So he then was my age now and his wife didn't allow him to drink. So we were in the backyard and I pulled out my flask and took a sip and uh, I kind of looked around and extended it to him and he kind of looked around and was like, yeah, give me that, give me that, give me that. And uh, took a little sip and gave it back. It's like, don't tell nobody, don't tell nobody. Hopefully he's his wife and he aren't watching this because he'd be 70 now. And I hope he ain't getting in trouble for something that happens 20 years ago. But um, yeah, that, that generational thing, man, especially as we, you know, can have that conversation with our brothers um, and them being, you know, uh, 12 to 15 years older than us would give some good relational perspective. So that would be a good one as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other one I'm really looking forward to, if we can ever put it together, I would love to do a um, relationship roundtable similar to, you know, the state of hip hop with that number of guests. But, you know, a few ladies, I think your wife should be a part of it. I think my girl should be a part of it. Um, and, uh, and some other people just to really, you know, kind of go back and forth, maybe a three on three, three guys, three women, um, that let's talk about relationships and expectations and, and, and things along those lines and just really dig into, you know, um, again, not so much the men are from Mars, women are from Venus aspect, but, you know, focusing specifically on relationships and what we see and how we see things differently. Um, and what does that mean for a married couple? What does that mean for a couple that's just dating? What does that mean for, um, you know, somewhere in between, you know? Um, so I would, I would like to see that happen in the next 20 episodes. So. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be fun. I know that, um, you know, people look at my wife and I as if we have it all figured out and we don't, right? But something, um, something that is, uh, stands out is people will ask us what, you know, um, for, for advice, you know, um, we just got married or we're about to get married. What advice would you give us, right? And, um, you know, we give them, we give them the, 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 the most sound advice that, that, um, that, we, that we could think of, right? But anyone that has ever been in a relationship for any amount of time, they know that, you know, advice and recommendations is just that. Sometimes you just have to put in the work. Yeah. And those relationships that are most successful are continue to put in the work and show their dedication to um, strengthening their, their marriage and their, their relationship if they're not married. And yeah. so, yeah, man, that, that sounds like a lot of fun, man. Um, just as long as, uh, just as long as you don't get me in trouble and, 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 uh, uh, we don't get ourselves in any trouble. Um, we all walk away still with rings on our fingers. Um, I, I'm, I'm with it, man. <laughs> no ring on your finger, man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not trying to get the silverware treatment either, and you remember that. So uh, if you want to know what the silverware treatment is, you got to come. No, man. You got to keep my name out your mouth, boy. Keep your name out my mouth. I'll use your alias. But if you want to know what the silver treatment, silver treatment is, you have to request it in a comment, and I'll uh, I'll reveal that. So, um, all right, I got one for you though, man. So you know, you're not much of a, a 
you know, wish upon a star type of cat. You, you brought that up last week, you know. Um, but if you could interview anybody, if you could have anybody on the show, man, I mean, anybody, alive or dead, you know, we're not pulling the zombie, but if you could pull anybody on the show, you know, and chop it up with them, have them be on the Brothers from A1A, who would it be? Barack Obama. Mm. Um, I would love to just kind of sit down and see how, yeah, I mean, I've seen him in so many interviews, right? He's well-spoken. He's he's, he's, he's an educated man that has, you know, all this worldly experience now, right? I would love to sit down with him and just kind of talk, just kind of how we're talking, right? Um, um, something that we that I would love to do at some point um, is maybe just interview you, right? We haven't even thought about that, right? Um, for me to ask you a couple questions and uh, and take an hour and hearing you uh, answer, right? That would be that would be pretty awesome. Right? Um, but besides, uh, all right. So you said alive or dead, and so Barack will be um, um, President Obama will be um, will be that big ticket. But someone that I would also love is, you know, Mr. Brad Jordan. For y'all don't, that, that don't know who that is, that's Scarface. Y'all know that I'm a big fan of Scarface. Um, y'all know if y'all been listening that he, um, you know, he's recently ran for a, a, um, a public um, uh, office, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I would love to hear about that transition. I would love to hear about some of the stories um, and um, some of his upbringing. I know that he that he wrote a book. Um, I think that uh, he's very well read. Um, I think Brad Jordan would um, be an excellent interview, just because I love I love him as an artist, um, and I have a lot of respect for. Um, um, what I believe is the reasons why he why he was running for that seat in his hometown, which was to improve his community, you know, and address concerns in his community. Um, um, and you know, I always say that I would never run for office, but you know, um, some of the lyrics and the content in Brad's songs, uh, a lot of people would say Brad would never run; he could never run for office. And here and there he was in 2020 running for office, or two or 2000. 19 run for office. And so, you know, um, maybe he will inspire me or convince me to change my perspective in regards to um, my impact that I could have in my in my hometown. I got you. I got you. Um, you, didn't, you didn't ask me, but I'm, I got to throw this one out there. Yeah, I, I want to hear it. Anybody um, um, alive? And again, I, I, I like Barack. You know, we get Barack on here. I would say, all right, let's forget my idea. But Dave Chappelle, man, hmm. love to get Dave Chappelle on it. And not for his comedic chops, although he's funny, um, but because of his storytelling ability, right? And, and I'm not pumping myself or us up, but I think we've talked about this numerous times that, you know, we, we have so many stories that people probably just won't believe because, you know, again, Slumdog Millionaire, Forrest Gump moment, how could so much happen in an isolated individual? Um, but I see Chappelle having those type of stories. And I think the three of us could have an amazing just chop it up session. Um, and that would, I, that would be hot. I would look forward to that. Hey man, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. I, um, I can't tell a story, man. 
I I can't I I told you that I came I I left California and, I, and I, now I'm in Utah, man. That's about as much as I'm you're going to get out of me, man. I'm not a storyteller, right? Um, but and I and I love hearing you tell stories um, about our childhood and our experiences, right? Now, I want to I want to also throw an asterisk because some people think of telling stories as like telling a lie, right? You know, back in the, back in the day, uh, you couldn't tell you couldn't say that hey, you telling you lying, you had to say um, you telling the story, right? Because if you said you were lying, you know, Big Mama would, would come from around the corner, you know. Uh, if you said that someone was lying, Big Mama would come from around the corner and slap someone across the head, right? And so we would say, oh, he's telling a story, right? And so, um, but I love the way that you um, recall um, experiences that we had growing up and share them with the audience or, or even, even when we're not on the podcast, right? Because you um you have that knack for telling the stories i'm like yeah i was there right oh yeah me and dave yeah we was at the concert and that happened right but you're gonna you're gonna fill it up with the details man and i and i really do appreciate that i appreciate you saying that man um again i, I don't I'm, i don't ever want to gas myself up but i do pride myself on my ability to tell a good story um even if it's a joke or whatever i think you can make any joke funny if you deliver it right and um, and even on that, <laughs> when Christopher was in town this last time, he told a joke, and the joke was humorous. Um, and I was like, man, I can't wait to retell that joke. He's like, why you say retell? I was like, because I'm gonna make it funny, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, when I tell that joke, people are gonna be cracking up. And so I completely forgot the entire context of it. And so I called him a couple nights ago. I was like, yo, man, hey, tell me that joke. Give me the give me the the, the Cliff Notes version because I want to tell it, but I want to tell it my way. He says, no, I got a new joke for you. I got a new joke. He told me the same joke, but he delivered it. And he was like, I need you to hear me deliver this joke. And so, and, and he did, and he banged it out. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about, man. And I was on the floor laughing because now it was funny because of the way he delivered it. And so, um, and, and maybe, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. We'll see what time it is. I got a joke for you that's going to make you laugh that uh, I can one of my favorite ones to tell and maybe it'll make some other people laugh as well. But um, I appreciate you saying that because I, I see Chappelle, that type of a storyteller where yeah. he get into the details and he can make an encounter that shouldn't be funny, make you, you know, hold your stomach and roll over because he's giving you a perspective of it that you wouldn't necessarily see. So um, the, the other one I have to go to um, and, you know, again, not trying to bring up the dead or anything, um, I'd love to chop it up with Malcolm, right? And just Malcolm X, just to have that. Um, wow. Yeah, I'd love to have that opportunity to, you know, dig deeper into where he was going instead of wow. where he's been, right? And so I yeah. think most of America, and I don't want to throw percentages out there, but most of America know Malcolm X as the white people hating leader of this fascist racist group called the Nation of Islam and then he was killed and you know he's become a martyr and so forth but I, I want to talk to the to the leader to the founder of the organization of African-American unity and I want to yeah. talk about how he was about to go to the United Nations and, and bring up the, the civil rights issue in the United States as a human rights violation 
into the United Nations. And I want to talk about that. Where were you going with that? And, and I think that would just be foundational and it would change the rhetoric for a generation and generations to come to hear that story out of his own mouth. Wow, man. Um, you know, um, man, I, I can't tell a story, man, but I, I'll tell you that my father, um, my father, I think in his, in his, as a young, uh, as a young man, you know, he joined the nation of Islam and my father met, uh, the leaders of the nation of Islam. Right. Um, um, and in the same room with, with, with these, uh, um, either icons or, or, um, 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 leaders of the, of the nation at that time that, um, will make people say, oh man, you're telling that story, you're lying, man. There's no way, there's no way that your father, uh, um, sat down with, with Malcolm and, and Farrakhan and, there's no way that he was in that room, right? right. Um, and then, you know, my father's still alive. So uh, if you question it and you know, you know uh, where the 818 is, you know the 91331, you know where the Garmo is, uh, find, find, if you don't know where it is, find it on the map, knock my dad's door and ask him about it. But, um, you know, you, uh, you, 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 uh, you mentioned Malcolm and people know Malcolm as, as uh, a member of the nation of islam right and um people have it's it's not well documented you know the transformation that malcolm went through even the trans the transformation from prison to the nation of islam to uh to um uh the african-american what's the what's the organization african-american unity right um um, a lot of people just don't know about it, right? And so that would be powerful, brother, for sure. Yeah. Um, old story, when I was back in Berkeley, um, the libraries of Berkeley, although there's there's five major libraries on the campus, and they're all in different places on the campus, but they're connected underground. So okay. you can go down to the seventh, eighth floor underneath and walk through canals, the, the hallways, of the library system and find old archives of stuff that you just wouldn't know. And, and that's when I really got into the history of, you know, really the civil rights movement as a whole, because I was reading a lot of the original documents and, and stuff that's really unpublished, but at Berkeley because it's Berkeley um, and found a lot of that information. So I've spent a lifetime studying uh, Malcolm X and, and, um, and uh, Malcolm Little and Detroit Red and uh, Haj Malik El Shabazz and, and all of those people and the individual that they were um, and how it formed the man that he was. And so I would love to just, like I said, like I said, sit down and chop it up with him to just say, yo, man, in your own words, where were you going? What was this about to be for you? So, so powerful stuff. Um, so we talked about, you know, somebody we really like to get to. I think, you know, I, I Honestly, I don't think Barack's unreachable, right? I think, you know, you remember the story of six degrees of separation. I think within three people, I could get to Barack, right? Oh. I mean, I know someone who knows someone who knows him, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean has met him. I mean, know someone who knows someone who knows him. Now, does that mean we'll get a chance to interview him? No, I'm just saying he's not unreachable. It's just, would we be enough of a draw for him to say, why would I want to go and interview with, with the brothers from A1A? Um, 
Now, let me ask you this question. Did you get your jacket? No. Oh, wow. And okay. Here's the real trip about that. The, um, the company that I bought it from, um, I'll just say, I won't put them on blast, but they're, um, they're, uh, it's out of the, the term, the word New York City is in their name, right? And it's jackets out of New York City. And so I did receive a delivery notification or shipment notification this past Friday from Pakistan. Mm, and wow. it went from Pakistan to Kuwait, to Italy. The next day it was in Memphis, <laughs> Tennessee. So if it keeps getting closer, I might see it any day now. I, I'm actually curious where, you know, what I'm going to get and what it's going to look like. So I'll keep you posted. Dapper Dan jacket, man. That's, I love it, man. You're getting a Dapper Dan jacket from Pakistan. Exactly, exactly. So um, uh, um, reachable, you know, is it, who, who are we going after in the next year? I mean, I think we should really put some effort into this. And um, who do we want to go after in the next year? You got anybody you want to think about? I think that, uh, I also think that Scarface is reachable. I also think he's reachable, at least, you know, from some of the, um, from some of the um, um, stuff that I've, that, I've, that I've watched online and some of the stuff that I read. Um, I think he's about it. I think he's about that change. Um, but other than other than Barack, um, uh, President Obama, I, I don't want to I don't want to be disrespectful. Other than um, um, Scarface, um, you know, I just I just don't find I just really don't chase celebrities or follow celebrities. Not really chase. I really don't follow celebrities that well. You know, um, it would probably be an educator maybe. Um, how about you, Dave? Um, you know, I got a couple celebrities I would love to get, you know, not because they're, well, yeah, because they're celebrities, but not so much because I'm such a fan, but because I think they could bring something to the show. Um, um, you know, if I could get Jill Scott, I would just have her here just because it's Jill Scott. Um, but I don't, but what could she bring to the show? I don't know. Other than everybody who loves Jill Scott might watch it. We'd get some numbers, right? Um, Issa Rae, right? Oh, wow. Um, I think she could bring numbers, but she started her entire empire from an internet podcast she did in college, right? And I would love to just hear her story out of her own mouth from, you know, this is what I was doing and this is what happened with it and this is what it turned into and this is where you can go if your heart and your drive for it is powerful enough. So I think Issa would be a good guest um, that our readers, that our listeners and viewers would want to see. Um, People like that, you know, again, you could get the right person and it will blow your numbers up, but I'm not interested in that. I'd really want to just bring someone that's going to add, either that would add to our conversation or would take our viewers to a place where they would want to be took and not the fanfare of it. Um, you know, you want to get a million views on our next episode, bring Beyonce on, right? But is she going to add anything to our viewership? Not necessarily. She's going to get our numbers up and, and, I love Beyonce, you know, but from a artist standpoint, but you know, that's not the artist I'm looking for. Um, maybe Jay-Z to talk about, you know, and not that I'm chasing him either, but you know, he kind of started from nothing and, you know, reinvested and look where he's at now, you know, to, so to tell that story of how that developed for him, those types of things are more interesting to me than, than fanfare. Right. I think Brad Jordan has an amazing story, but that's because I read his book. Right. right. And so 
um, that'd be a story that our, our viewers would love to hear. Um, yeah. You mentioned the respect thing, and I got to speak on this because I remember in college, I wrote a paper and I was referring to President Reagan as Ron. And I was like, Ron did this and Ron did that. And somebody was like, that's disrespectful. He's President Reagan. And um, when George Bush was doing stuff that I didn't like, it was just, uh, there, there goes George again. You know, it's like, that's disrespectful. I, I don't know if I see it as disrespect to refer to Barack as, to prefer to, pres to refer to President Obama as Barack. I do want to give him all the respect that his title deserves. So I don't want to say I'm purposely disrespecting him. But I think, you know, in at least in the last few presidencies, you know, he showed himself to be a president for the people. And I'm not saying a black for a black president for black people, but a president for the people. I mean, I can think of a couple of his uh, roundtables that he had in like a suit jacket with an open collar and he would sip a beer, right? Um, some of the, he's been on uh, Comedians with Cars, yeah. right, with Seinfeld. He's just showed himself to be, I'm right here in the trenches with you. He did, what was it, not Keegan, when he did the anger translator. Uh, yeah. He had him at the White House uh, uh, staff, staff dinner or something like that. Right. Um, he celebrated, you know, at the White House with Hollywood. And, and so he's really shown himself to be president of people. When he, uh, when President Obama went to a Cavs game and he was, you know, chopping them up with the players, he was gripping them up, you know. And so he just seems like the type of cat where you could see him and say, hey, what's up, Barack? And he'd be like, oh, Caleb, good to see you, man. How you doing, brother? That seems to be his normal flow, which is why I'm comfortable referring to him by his first name. Let me say something about that. Let me say something about that. Um, in the military, um, um, seniors uh, call uh, most of the juniors by their first names. But the juniors, when they're talking up, right, they call them by their title, right? And so just because, you know, of my makeup, right? Um, I'm gonna call him President Obama until he says, hey, quit that, Caleb. Call me, quit that, Caleb. Call me uh, Barack, Barack, right? <laughs> and, then, um, and, then I would, and then I would call him Barack. Um, but um, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't call him or, or make the assumption that that's uh, appropriate. But I, but I do think that he'll be a lot of fun and, I, and the same reasons why uh, what you identified is the same reason why I would love to have him more, just because he seems like he's just one of the guys, and he could he could he could just sit down with us and just kind of have some fun and fit right in. So let me ask you this question, Dave. Let me ask you this question, because um, we're reaching the end of our podcast. Um, so, you know, every week we we talk we touch on you know what are you listening to. Um, this is our, our episode number 20, and uh, let's do it a little different. What is your top five? Uh, I, know, um, I know that we, we touched on the state of, uh, of hip-hop. Uh, we landed on that. We, we celebrated, you know, just how incredible it was for us to, um, to have all of our, those guests on uh, honoring us uh, and sharing their knowledge. What is your top five in regards to um, the state of hip hop? Okay, I was like, top five. What? What are we? What are we getting to? Okay. Um, uh, now you got me thinking about that movie. <laughs> um, but top five. Um, 
Tupac's always on top for me, man. Um, uh, if I'm gonna go in order, I don't even know if I can do this in order, but I'll, I'll, I'll name the five and then we can reorder them if I need to. But Tupac's uh, on the top. Uh, my man Brad uh, Scarface has to be there. Um, KRS-One in the 80s, uh, Rakim anytime. Um, and Eric being Rakim, but Rakim because he was the lyricist, um, he just uh, really put that down for me. And um, got around it out with PE, man. Um, just they defined a generation. They they had me angry uh, in a good way about being black before I knew why I should be angry in a good way about being black. So um, that's my top five, man. That's uh, hadn't thought about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, that, those are those cats right there. I'm assuming groups work. So yeah, oh yeah, all of them were. Three were individuals. One was a duo, and one was a group. But that's my top five. I got to hear this. Give it to me. Um, Karis One, um, Eric B. Rakim, um, Jay Z, um, Ice Cube, Scarface. Okay. Give, yeah. me, uh, give me your number, give me your six man who, who's sitting on your bench. Oh, man. It, uh, Tupac, Eminem, one of them, okay. um, LL Cool J, um, because, uh, he, he, you know, he's, he's a light skinned rapper that, you know, he's, he's a, uh, a, a, a lick lipper, a lick, a lip licker, right? And made it cool to to be in hip hop. You know, he brought he really brought try to bring sexy to to the game, man. And uh, you know, and he he had some battles too. He had some he had some flow, right? Um, and he was he was letting people know um, that you know, I'm just not I'm not just this 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 lady lover, LL. Um, cool J, right? I got some flow too, um, and so I really, um, you know, he was speaking to me back in the day. Yeah, I um, he got that track, Goat, greatest of all time. Still one of my club bangers, man. I love that, and and booming system, right? Uh, I just want to act ignorant sometimes. I put that one on. Um, my six man, you know, it's a toss up between Jay Z and Nas. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think either one of them could do the job for me, but different seasons for each. Um, and um, yeah, that's where that would have to be. Yeah, Nas is on there for me, for sure. Top 10, yeah. Interesting, man, I like that. I like that. Instead of who you're listening to, who's your who's your top five? And then, so you know who I'm gonna be listening to this week uh, because you know they're, they're all fresh on my mind. Uh, so I will definitely be uh, chopping it up with them. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, man, we are we have reached um, our time limit for this podcast today. Um, today was a little different. Uh, you know, I don't think we were laughing so much as just getting a little deeper like we do. Um, so we hope all of you guys out there in internet land and those of you who are driving in your cars and listening to us on one of our uh, multiple streaming channels, we hope you've uh, enjoyed this time uh, with us where we're just reflecting um, on uh, what these last 20 episodes have done for us. And not only that, but where we're going, right? Yeah. Uh, Caleb said from, I think we even said it, I, I don't know, I'm gonna go back and listen to it and see. But on episode one, we were looking forward to episode 100. Um, and um, Caleb mentioned today that even as we've done each episode, we know that that 100th episode is out there and uh, we're not going to get to it and fall off. That's just the first stepping stone. Uh, what does the thousandth episode look like? Where will we be 
during that time and what's going to happen with the evolution of our podcast during it. So we're going to be here. We hope you're going to be here with us and enjoy that time. We have been, uh, we are the brothers from the 818. Uh, we thank you for uh, joining in with us tonight. Click that subscribe button. I don't say that a lot. Um, it actually, I actually forget, but I know a lot of people are watching, but a lot of people forget to click that subscribe button. And, um, and we're trying to grow our true subscribership. So make sure you do that. Um, you can catch us on YouTube. You know that because you're watching right now. We're also available on eight or nine or 10 uh, streaming audio channels, including Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music. Um, you can check us out there. We're on Instagram at uh, Brothers from the 818. We're on um, uh, Twitter at 818 Brothers. Um, we're uh, climbing the charts. If you just go to Google, type in Brothers from the 818, we're, we're up there a lot higher than we used to be. And that's that consistency that we want to be back every week, giving you this new message. Um, so we appreciate you joining us. Um, Caleb, you got any uh, last words for the people before we peace out? Hey, man, thank you for uh, doing this with me for the last 20 weeks. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. Um, I hope that our viewers um, continue to stay with us, tell a friend, um, and we'll see you on the next week. We'll definitely do that. Hey, man, you're in Utah. I do not have a shot glass from Utah. So um, if you uh, happen to find a store uh, out there and you see a shot glass, you know, pick me up a little something. I'm good for it. <laughs> it's a dry statement. Nobody doing no shots in Utah. But yeah, <laughs> all right, I got you. All right, brother. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, for y'all, all of y'all out there, um, we appreciate you spending time with the brothers from 818. And um, if you got any feedback, any thoughts, or you want to know, uh, what did I say you get a comment for? If you want to know something, uh, you got to go back and listen yeah, to I it. I want to hear about that civil war treatment. Go ahead, man. Civil war treatment. Anybody want to know what that is, leave a comment, and I'll hit you up on it. The rest of y'all. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>